0: Pulp MX
1: production. Thanks for all the support, Pulp MX fans. The Pulp MX app is now available for both iPhone and Android-based phones. For all your moto needs, shop at btosports.com and use the current discount code PULPMX. And don't forget to click the Amazon banner on pulpmx.com when purchasing anything from Amazon. It's the Steve Mathis Show, brought to you by Racer X, presented by btosports.com and Thor MX. The original Moto Podcast, featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews and race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's your host, Steve Mathis.
2: Welcome to the BTOsports.com RacerX podcast presented by uh, ThorMX, ThorMX.com. Check it out on the web. Thank you to Thor, and uh, thank you to BTOsports.com, and thank you to RacerX for hosting these things. Uh, Still sunburnt, still uh, picking sand out and dirt out of my ears and crevices and things like that from the first national of the year at Hangtown. Very exciting. This is a Hangtown wrap-up. I'm your host, Steve Mathis, with me on the line in between flights home to uh, beautiful Charlotte is uh, my boss, the RacerX online editor, Jason Wygant.
1: Yes, you'll actually be hearing me on this podcast before you hear me announce the second motor of the race that was yesterday.
2: Yes. how's that? We will get to that that? in a second. And uh, also on the line, uh, back home in uh, beautiful Boise, uh, probably still wearing his own own shoes, is... BTO Sports KTM VIP host, WPS salesman extraordinaire, Jason Thomas. JT, what's up? Not too much. Getting ready to talk some moto here. You, are you going to stay in the country for a little while?
0: I am, yeah. I'm uh, still doing a little bit international, but I'm more a U.S. guy now.
2: Oh, so this was probably the, the trip to South Africa was... Uh... Uh, I still have to do
0: a few, in it counts over there because I kind of built some relationships with oh, okay. people there now. Okay. But uh, definitely nothing like what it would have been.
2: Right. Right. Okay. Uh, why Gant? Um, before we get to the to the race, uh, thank you for ruining motocross once again. You oh, and Racer X. Court. You and Racer X and your live streaming problems and your international <laughs> problems and all of that. Thank you. Screw you.
1: Just no, screw you. Why? I mean, technically, who 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 screwed who in this situation, right? I am the winner. Why are you the winner? I did the screwing. I did the screwing.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah, you screwed me. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You lost. Yeah, you lost. Yeah.
1: Your, or your your sport lost.
2: Do we even and, uh, like? What was the problem, or do we know? I don't even know if you know. I don't know. I just JT was texting and saying Vital is melting down at some point. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't
1: know too much about. I don't know too much about it because remember, I'm the same guy who um, on this podcast last week said I don't even know when the shows are on TV. Yeah, so that's how little uh, information I have about it. I have, a, I have a few things I think I've figured out, and partially from what I saw happening at the track. And by the way, when we we're doing the shows, we don't know anything. It kind of reminds me of the Apollo 13 movie where they don't have the heart to tell the astronauts that people have lost interest in space travel, and they don't want to tell them. Yeah, these this is not even being broadcast on TV, but we'll make them feel like they're important.
2: Yeah, yeah. So they
1: don't tell us. Like, if there's a problem, they'll never tell us because they don't want us to, like, right. not try. Um, so all I kind of knew afterwards and when I saw on Vital, when I saw on Ray here's what I think happened. As far as the live stream, I do know that um, one of the guys from Ally came up to me about 11 o'clock on Saturday and said, hey, uh, we just found out that, um, international servers are basically not going to allow this webcast to be watched outside of the United States. And he's like, do you think Davey's going to be happy about that? Sarcastically, because we knew that Davy's going to blow a gasket <laughs> when he gets that news. I'm like, oh, I'm sure he'll take it fine when the people that watch GPs can't watch it. I'm sure he'll be pumped. He won't care. Um, <laughs> he'll laugh it um, off. <laughs> yeah, he'll laugh it off. And we were like, I'm like, good luck going over there and telling him. So that was like 11 o'clock. Saturday. They figured that was going to be a problem. Um, Here's what I think it came down to. Um, it's just my guess. I'm like circle I put a bunch of the pin push pads on the, like they track murders like that, right? Mm-hmm. I put a bunch yeah. of push pads into the thing, and I kind of surmised this. The problem that the world is getting to now is uh, it's obviously possible, and people want to see stuff on the Internet for free. The real losers in that deal are your actual cable company you're paying a cable bill to. For example, in this situation, Ally Sports, which hosts the website, And NBC Sports, which is the TV station of the same company, so they don't care where you watch it essentially. You're watching either on their TV station or their website, so in their end it's about the same to them. The problem is, whoever you pay your cable bill to is afraid if this gets out of hand, that people will eventually just not get cable anymore and say, hey half of the stuff I watch anyway I just watch on my computer. Screw it, I'm not going to pay 50 bucks for cable. So that is where the battle always is, and this is one of the, you know, it's all uncharted territory right now, like it's for some reason, the motors we have that are on fuel, cable companies have never complained about that. And my assumption is because fuel's smaller, it's not even basic cable. Cable companies probably don't care. But, uh, you know, there's a Watch ESPN app where you can watch the ESPN, but you can only do it if you prove that you have a cable bill every month you pay.
2: Oh, I didn't know that. Okay, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, you, it depends on what cable provider you get. Like, I have Time Warner cable at home. They allow it to happen, but it doesn't work for everybody. So I think this is the same thing. The problem here, though, is that how was this not known going in? I think that's really the root of it. Like, it's, okay, there's technology, there's contracts, there's legal problems. We get that. But why didn't anyone know this? That's the part I don't get. No one seemed to know that this was going to be an obstacle until the day of the race. Yeah. That's the confusing part. And for the international people, it's they're definitely not paying a cable bill. Yeah. They're in a different country. Right. Right. So, I think that's the basics. And as far as the TV um, thing, like, why is it on Monday night at 1230 a.m. or or Tuesday morning, whatever you want to call it? Mm -hmm. That's just because your sport of hockey ruined. Yes. Like, like every weekend, just all four races are on back-to-back or maybe a one-hour delay. They're basically all live for the most part. I think they said high points, like a one-hour delay. That's basically not going to happen any weekend except this because there's too many teams still in the hockey playoffs and there aren't any slots available. So thanks, hockey.
2: All right, so that's, that's a pretty good explanation.
1: Yeah, I try, and I guess it comes to this. Like, I see what people are saying. They're like, this is the first race of the year. All four hours should be live. You still have to remember how big this sport really is. Oh, yeah. no. To, to us, the first race of the year, that's huge and it should be live. I'm sure NBC people are like, the moto what? Yeah. We have hockey playoffs. There's NBA playoffs. There's the preakness. There's this. There's that. We don't even – what is this sport?
2: Look. Oh, first race year. who cares? Hockey gets hockey gets mocked by the mainstream media for its low ratings. Mocked, uh, yeah, deservedly so. And, and 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 it's ten times, twenty times bigger than motocross viewership. Tragically, you know, what? Like you know, I mean, yeah. I'm just you know, it's the it's the the little sister, the poor cousin, the the gimp from Goonies. It's the gimp in the closet. Hockey is, you know. Yeah. Oh, peanut like you going with that? Peanut butter, or whatever that very guy fitting. But what did he say? What did the gimp say? The gooch. Uh, no, the baby gooch. Baby Ruth? Baby Ruth, yeah. Baby Baby Ruth. Um, yeah, so anyways, hockey's mocked, and, and, and motocross is a fraction of that. Sloth. Yeah, I said gimp, sloth. Yeah. yeah. I'm, all, I'm all jacked gimp up. Gimp is
1: Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction,
2: Pulp Fiction. Fiction and um, Goonies, of course. Two very similar <laughs> movies. Uh, um... <laughs> You know, so yeah, basically that, that, that I mean—that explains it. And motocross is small. I, I, I read some of that stuff last night when I got back to the room, and I'm just like, these people are idiots. Like they're freaking out. You know what I mean? Like, guys, I just love how bold people are on there. Yeah, yeah. Like they are
0: not scared to put it out there. Like, ah, I mean, it's typical internet, right? Just they think yeah. they're, you know, they can say anything they want and call people names and just completely berate someone. Like there was. I'm not sure what if these people understand what Davy would do to some of them if they said that to him in person. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what they yeah, know. Yeah, if they know what point. they're dealing
2: with. Or Timmy, or <laughs> Davy, or Tim. Timmy. <laughs> good uh, point. Um.
1: Yeah, like, like I, I know that in the end, a lot of people are looking for the solution of they're like, "This is on Davey, fix this." But let's be honest, like Davy cannot fix it. Like just because he runs motocross, that yeah. means nothing. Like what is he going to do? Call. NBC or call Comcast and say fix this are gonna say and who are you? <laughs>
2: right. Yeah. What what is this event? What is this? And you are and, like from a Saturday Night live skip. And you are <laughs> Right, right, right. And I know,
1: yes, but Supercross gets three hours live. Well it does at eleven of the seventeen races. It has just as jacked up of a different networks airing the same or airing the day after as well in yeah. six of the races of the year. And the other thing is Supercross is lucky enough to be in a niche network that places an extreme ex- importance on motorsports, but look where that's going. That is going away. Yeah. Also, and then Supercross is going to be in dicey, in a dicey world two years from now when they start wanting to play a college football games Saturday night on Fox Sports One. It's not. It's going to happen. You just know it's going to be a conflict somewhere down the road.
2: Yeah. And Supercross, I, I, and Supercross too. Seven o'clock Pacific. Uh, eight of the races, or you know, uh, eight o'clock, uh, seven o'clock Pacific at most of them. Ten o'clock on the East Saturday night—that is well known as the graveyard of TV time. Yeah, you know. So that yes.
1: they don't put Sunday afternoon is
2: not. No, Sunday, Sunday afternoon, after, Sunday afternoon is is, on, is yeah. It, afternoon. It's, it's go time for for NASCAR for sports for yeah. golf. Yeah, yeah. I, I think
0: the biggest problem or the complaint was. From just from the re- you know, reading, what I read, a lot of people planned these. They had like house parties and all these things, and they and basically the fact that they didn't know if if there was going to be no coverage. Whatever, it sucks. We can deal with it. We're not going to be happy about it. You know, we're probably going to bitch and moan a little bit. But the fact that all these people planned, had parties, had people over, barbecues, all these things, and then nothing. You know, when it was too late. That that's where all the anger and all the Emotion came in.
1: I totally agree, man. And I, I can put myself in those shoes. I remember going in the days of the Supercross webcast before I hosted it, when I was just working at Race Rex, and, Like I didn't have internet at in my house. So I would it, go to money. the Racerex office at whatever that is, 10 p.m. on a snowy Saturday in January to use the internet at the office to listen to the Supercross webcast that would inevitably melt down for Anaheim 1. You know, we're talking like 2000, 2001. Yep. You know, the servers would be overloaded, and I'd be like, my whole day was planned around. I'm not going out on Saturday night. I'm going to the office to sit in front of a computer by myself to listen to this race. If I knew it wouldn't have worked, I wouldn't have come here. That's for sure, JT. That's the worst part: not telling people um, or not knowing ahead of time.
2: Internet too expensive back then, Weege? It really was. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Uh, yeah. I, I uh, during the regular season, I am in a Kings Ducks market in here in Las Vegas. So if there is a Kings game on, say they're playing a a, a game, I have the Center Ice package, which should get me all the the NHL channels, I'll sometimes go to watch the game, and it will not be available on Center Ice because I am in a home network if I'm trying to watch Kings or Ducks. I then go to Prime Sports, which I pay extra for. I pay extra for Prime Sports and that that package. It's about $4 a month, $6 a month. Um, I pay extra. Sometimes those channels figure that – Laker basketball is more important. And it's on, but I don't have the channel that it's on and I can't watch my game. And you know what? I don't go on the internet in all caps and call anyone names. I go, Huh, that sucks. Well somebody does though. You don't, but well, I'm, just, I'm just saying, sure. like, yeah, I'm just saying. Like, oh well, you know, like it sucks. Let me move on with my life here. So anyways, yeah, all right. We, we devoted enough enough um, time to that. How did your? Uh, I have not watched the TV show. I just landed about two hours ago. Uh, how did the pr- the first show go for you, uh, Jeff Emig? You and Jeff Emig in the uh, in the booth.
1: Well, we were just second to none, awesome. Um, dare I say Emmy Award caliber as always. I mean, just to be expected, correct? Um, we did have to break in a new uh, pit reporter for what seems like the hundredth time. I think we've had more pit reporters than races somehow <laughs> over the last couple of years. How's that possible? But, uh, we had yet another brand new, had never been to a motocross race uh, girl, but I, I have to say, um, last year we—that was an extreme degree of difficulty—and the, the girl they had last year, Kelly, handled it quite well. And I thought, well, that's what they do. They're pros. Any you could plug in any you one of these girls that, yeah. from a thousand different.
2: Yep.
1: It. it didn't go quite so smoothly this time. Did not go quite so smoothly. This time. Um, yeah, I got I think a lot the of I got some tweets, that I got some Kelly about had done. It, yeah. Oh, go ahead. I got yeah. tweets
2: about her being terrible, and I don't know if she was. I have not watched it. But, JT, I think you were attached to some of those, too. Uh, there were some people saying, this chick is horrible.
0: Uh, she did call – she big. did say Martin Musquin one time, which I thought was cool.
1: Yeah. 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 I mean, it, it's – It's, it's got to be really hard. To watch. A, yeah. I'm going to give it a yes and a no. Um, I'm, I'm glad people couldn't watch Second Motos because she uh, interviewed Ken – Roskin uh, about his win, <laughs> which is bizarre to me since we had done the show for how many hours at that point and had called his name probably 800 times. Right, And I think she even interviewed him in the first moto and got it right. But these things happen. I think the disadvantage was that she had done a lot of sports but had never done racing before. The previous girls they plug in have at least done racing and I didn't realize, I guess, how different that is. Like, if you do baseball all the time and you do NASCAR all the time, there's at least fifty percent more of a similarity. Like when I was taking her around all morning introducing her to people and I'm this is Rangel Poto, this is this guy, this is this guy, this is this guy, this, is this guy, this, is this guy and then finally she's like, Okay, so where is the mechanics area? Where will I stand? And I'm like, Oh boy Oh you're over your head. You don't even know what a mechanics area looks like.
0: Yeah.
1: We're in trouble. Yeah, that's um, bad.
0: Like I, I feel like huh, I I don't know. Maybe I'm more well-rounded than she is in sporting, which is quite possible because I'm kind of a fanatic with it. But I feel like you could put me into a football game or a baseball game or even a hockey game, and I could figure it out pretty quickly. Like, I know enough to where I'm not going to sound stupid.
1: I think she was getting nervous because she actually – the beginning was pretty solid, and then the bigger mistakes came later. And I was wondering if that's because she was just getting overwhelmed or nervous. So. I guess you gotta factor that in, but hey. in the end, it's all the same thing. We're saying about, you know, they should have known ahead of time this wasn't gonna happen. The second motors and let people know ahead of time. It's kind of like, hey, you're walking the tightrope when you know you're bringing in new people. You gotta be ready for that. Like you gotta prepare for that. I mean, in this case, it was me trying to train her in five hours, which has worked in the past, but it's not gonna work every time. So nope. How much how much there.
0: lead time does she? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. How much lead time does she have before this event? Like she, you know what I mean? I, I don't know how that works.
1: Yeah, actually, in this case, I'm going to put a little bit on, on her, I think, because I think she did have a week or two, which doesn't sound like a lot, but literally no, that's, that's, we had that's a lot.
2: That's a hey, lot. Hey, she's, she's
1: The girl last year um, had uh, a day and got it done. Right. Which yeah, is, she. I thought she was ridiculous. She did a great job, I thought. Um, yeah, and the one-day thing, I think everyone would agree, is not enough. But a week or so, I think you should be able to figure more out, I think. She's
0: easy think on the eyes. She's easy on the, she's the eyes. She is easy on the eyes. I can tell you, though, from – from my perspective, if that was my job and I had, you know, what I mean, my name was attached to it. I man, I would be prepared. That's just me. Like I would know what I'm, who these guys are, what you know, what I mean. Yeah, you're on live doable. TV, you know. Like she
2: struggles. She's probably she struggles with a lot of the hot chick syndrome. You know.
0: Like. And I'm not, I don't know if I want to be a part of this theory. <laughs>
2: right, never mind. Then. Forget it. it. Fine. Oh. Never mind. Look, when you're hot, you don't have to. You know, put the work in. Your whole life, your whole life, you are gifted because you're a hot chick. Uh, dudes fall over you. They spend money on you. They, You know, if you want to do a career, they'll hire you. Look, look, hey, we got Tubby Mathis here who knows, you know, a ton about motocross. Uh, or we got her. And she knows nothing about motocross. Uh, who are we going to put on in the camera? you know there's a when you're a hot chick and i'm not in the, this is generalizing of course but you have an easy life an easier life when you're a hot chick this is absolutely 100% true you don't always have to work really hard to get ahead because men will hire you cuz you're hot not would saying, you put
0: that into the model life yes kind of yes deal.
2: yes absolutely
0: Okay. Absolutely. Model life, bro. It, it's, okay. So you could you could create, in theory, you could create kind of a, a picture with a caption of her getting, pronouncing somebody's name wrong and then hashtag it model life.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, I mean, look, you know, obviously she's done her work. She's probably gone to school for it. She's, you know, she did a fine job that way. But let's face it, most hot chicks, is, you know, they don't, you know, they don't got to really get in there and grind away. You know, so that's all. Um, and everything else in the booth, again, Good?
1: Yeah, I think everything else was good. Um, the racing was, was um, well, no, I, I shouldn't say the racing was really good. I know we're going to get into the racing, so I guess we'll just discuss that okay, as part of the regular, yeah, just, the regular. I think the show is fun, and I think we've talked about the TV show. Right. Funny at this point, the first you, round of the year where there's tons of other stories.
2: Were you, <laughs> did you work in spraying the pump, spraying with pump? Did you? I didn't have a chance to to get it out, but don't worry. Okay. We got a long season. Yeah, I figured you didn't. My Twitter would have exploded, I'm sure. Um, Oh, no,
0: no, nobody Uh, saw it, so it wouldn't
1: have. (laughs) At 12.30 a.m. Monday, your Twitter (laughs) will explode. I'm Uh, glad you didn't waste it on that event. Yeah. (laughs) Good point. Good point.
2: Um, (laughs) Okay, let's get to it. Uh, JT, I think, or why Who talked about the track prep to me?
1: Uh, I did. We talked about, about a little bit, but okay. not much. Probably yeah, more. Yeah, JT. There you
2: go. No, it was uh it was a um, interesting tidbit you brought up. And maybe it was on the uh, X brand pre race oh, with the yeah,
0: yeah, how they're doing the talk, tracks now.
2: Talk about that again, because I think it worked this weekend.
0: Yeah, there. So I I was kind of wondering. I think even last year I asked about it, and you guys obviously have been going to the race a long time. You can remember years past. Um, you know, kind of earlier in my career, practice was just a muddy disaster the first practices, and they would kind of make the track really, really wet, hoping it would build lines, soften up, and then the track would kind of come in as the day went on. Um, now they've, you know, and I kind of asked about this, and the answer was I, I got was that I think even Weege, I think you actually gave me this answer, was that they feel like their methodology and their equipment and their control over the track is so much better now that they can, Almost make the track perfect in the morning for practice and then keep it there all day. They don't have to go one extreme and then hopefully it comes in by moto time. They can actually water it, work on it, keep it in that sweet spot during the day instead of, you know what I mean? It's just a different kind of uh, methodology, I guess, of of track prep.
2: Well, I bring that up because it was not even close to being the ruddy hangtown. That we've seen in years past. Uh, the turns are pretty ruddy. Not like in the usual, though. Usually this place gets pretty bad.
0: I don't know, man. I, I've raced Hangtown where there wasn't a rut on the whole track. Well, yeah. So.
2: Okay, back way back in the day. Yeah.
0: Well, even, yeah, I mean, seven or eight years ago.
2: Right, right. When it was one of the shittiest tracks on the circuit. Yes.
0: Yeah, it was rock hard, so.
2: Um, I, anyways, the track prep, I thought, was, was superb. I thought they did a great job with it. First practice looked, like, perfect and it stayed okay all day. I mean, obviously, it got rough. You know, there's no doubt it got rough and square edge, but the prep itself, I thought, was was very good.
0: I think, yeah, I think part of that, too, is the, the fact that they bring in so much dirt now. That sand holds moisture. Where before, if they didn't soften up that rock hard stuff, it, they just had to flood it and hope it softened up some. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they were just screwed. Um, so yeah. That rice or sand or whatever they bring in now is yeah. much easier to keep moisture in.
1: Um, I just want to make it clear. Um, I just want to get through this conversation without anyone uttering that the um, TV people or the people running the series, or whatever, purposely make the tracks not gnarly and rough. Like, that's for some reason, I don't even know why that finger always gets pointed. Like, I don't know why that always happens. Airs and They're Sun really Paving. Like, airs and Sun Paving. company. Tracks. Yeah, yeah, and the smooth tracks for TV thing. Like, yeah, they have, and that's what you said, uh, J.T., that's what we were talking about at this time a year ago, where they had said, we now know in the five minutes we get, for example, here and there between practices, in that five minutes we can do a lot of the stuff that would have taken flooding the track for an hour. At the beginning of the day, we've got it down to the maintenance we can do in that five minutes is that much more efficient. But at no point are they doing that to take bumps out to make it less rough. I just want to make that clear because I don't know why, but I don't know. I think people remember the tracks used to all just be have four-foot-deep braking bumps like all over the place. Like I don't know what that accusation is that the tracks are smoother than ever. Are they really? I don't think so. I, I'm watching it right it. now. It looks pretty freaking rough.
0: Yeah, exactly. I, it was. It does. Look, it did look rougher last year. I will say that. Well, I raced it last year, so what I remember w- racing on looked rougher than you know. It's only I'm, on, I'm watching the first moto, so maybe the second moto will be worse. But yeah. it looks smoother than it did last year. I'll, so
1: well, it's the same people doing it last year and this year. That's like the margin of error. But I just mean it's not like compared to ten years ago, the tracks are freeways. Um, compared
2: to that, like, it's just different. No, MXA told oh. me Airs and Sun Paving. Company. Oh,
1: that's right. Yeah, maybe that's where the accusations come from. Um, it just boggles my mind.
2: Um, yeah, I, th- I thought it was. I thought it was good. I thought it was a good prep. JT, you did win the LCQ there last year, and you did f Ryan Dungey out of his race. So very, very big deal for you. Hang well, I was
0: trying to ruin the sport. I don't think I succeeded because Dungey still won the title. Yeah. But huh, eh. um You have to have goals, right?
2: Well I gotta say, let's get to the results. Let's get to the four fifty class here, twenty three minutes in we need to get started. Um there's no doubt that my prediction of Ryan Villapoto looks brilliant at this point. Yes, you're a real uh, uh visionary dumbass. Visionary, I prefer. I like to use the term. Um no, we spent uh good god, I, I got I got hours of programming, um Pulp show and fly racing, Moto sixty show and and the Racer X podcast. And we spent hours breaking down this race and breaking down this class and how deep it is the 450 class and how gnarly it is. And we uh, Ryan Villapoto put on a effing clinic. See you later, guys. Yeah, and you
1: know what it reminds me of? Sadly, it, we've fallen into the same trap again. Didn't I just like <laughs> write a thing about this like a month ago? I think it's you the did. Same yeah. thing that always happens to right. Ryan Villapoto. We do it all the time. It's. The, the years that he wins are the years that everyone remembers it being so stacked, yet he dominates somehow, but we don't notice that he dominates. Does that make sense?
2: He beat Ryan Dungey by 27 seconds in the second moto, and And, and, yeah. and Dungey's not one to lay down and not one to let it go. And, and it's a long series. Anything can happen. But sweet Jesus, does he look good? There's obviously a
1: chance that this is not an indicator that, you know, he's going to just walk Dungey or Stewart or all those guys all year long jury's out on that, but I do don't th- I do not think that anyone coming into this race was predicting that at this one race this would happen. Was anyone saying, "Oh yeah, he'll just roll Dungy and Stu, no problem, uh, kill them"?
2: Yeah, I don't think anyone predicting that. No, no, JT probably comes no. in and says he did, but
0: no, I didn't think you. I thought, oh man, I didn't think he would pull away from Dungy that bad. Look, he
2: was only fourth in practice, fifth, yeah, fifth. exactly, fifth. fifth fastest.
0: I I'm really surprised that Dungy let it get to 27 seconds because he's never – he's really never done that to – you know, let Villapoto do that to him before. He always just – he always – even if Villapoto has him covered, he keeps him honest. There's yeah. always that. I'm just – I'm not letting this guy pull away. I'm going to fight all the way to the end. I may lose by six seconds, but it's – damn it, it's going to stay six seconds.
2: Right. Dungey's a world-class rider in great yes. shape, you know. And
0: they do it every every time – it kind of plays out the same where they get that gap, and then Villapoto manages it, but Dungey will be damned if he lets Villapoto stretch it out. Oh, I don't it know.
2: Was, it was, it was uh, remarkable. And then, and then Stu,
0: I mean, they just were gone. I mean, gone, gone.
2: Yeah, I mean, R- yeah. RV went from third to first in the second moto with a little bit of help because Stu and Dunge collided, and then he went three seconds faster that next lap. Like, See like I'm putting a hammer down, I'm I'm checking out, and those guys had nothing for it. Nothing. Three seconds, boom, in one lap, and uh it got worse from there. I, I'm very surprised he was this dominant. If you would have told me he went one one, I would have said, Okay, sure, yeah, okay, I could see that. But not one one the way he went one one, which was uh gotta be demoralizing for, for, for everybody, especially for Don Jean Stewart.
0: I don't believe What Stewart says, I don't. He can tweet how excited he was about how being solid and all that. He, oh, man, couldn't have felt good. Bill Poto made a big statement. I mean, I'm I'm sure Stewart, if he was worried about finishing and all that kind of stuff, great. But has anyone ever really just done that to James straight up? Just, yep, you're not anywhere close to as fast as me.
1: I don't think so. Not yeah, that level. I don't um, know, man. People we're going to go crazy and say, oh, Carmichael, Carm-. no, I don't think it's anything I don't think so. that simple. No. James when James, like James got on a 450,
0: top I, top I, ne- I never saw Ricky do that to James on a 450, just completely right away, like you ha- you don't deserve to be anywhere near me in this race right now, you know?
2: Yeah, no, that never happened. No, uh, Stuart was closer Stuart to... crash. Ken- Stuart closer... we to- let that happen. Stuart was closer to Kennard than he was to the first two. Yeah.
0: I mean, Kennard was yeah. really close to him. I mean... Vopoto was like 45 seconds ahead of him. Yeah. Legitimately.
2: He's ripped. He's ripped, That's though. not good. He's ripped.
1: You know, when you watch that first moto, though, second moto, he was, was battling Dungy, um, you know, almost at a halfway mark. But in the first moto, when, when go back and watch when they pass him. He pretty much lets them go by. He's like, okay, go ahead. He puts up zero fight. That's the only thing to me that makes it appear that he really was just saying, I'm going to ride this pace. I don't really care what you guys do. I mean, that's I don't, the way it looks like he was riding to
0: me. I don't think he had any more. You know, I think yeah, I think he was making a smart decision in the fact that he knew that he was going to be the old James if he tried to, to go with them, which is smart. He basically made a conscious decision of, I can't go with these guys
1: right now. I can get third, though, so I'm going to get third. Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Now, does that mean he's gonna find forty five seconds or thirty seconds at the next race? Mm, that's a heck of a gamble. But I do feel like he he was not I'm giving it everything I got and I'm trying as hard as I possibly can and I just can't keep, I feel he's like I'm just gonna go the speed I feel like going. Yeah. And the second motto I, I felt like he it. fought harder. He did. He did first motto, it's like I'm not kidding, Dungey goes to the inside on him, wherever Dungey passed him, he he let him pass him. No doubt in my mind. And yeah. that is bizarre to see from James Stewart. It's, I mean, it's it's
0: encouraging to see him. My, I feel like it's encouraging to see from him because you can't. There's you know what I mean. There, there's just going to be days where you just don't have it. You know, you can't well, beat him, and auguring yourself into the ground isn't helping anyone.
2: I spoke to him after the race for a little while. Pretty good interview, and yeah, JT, um, you're you're kind of right. He definitely indicated like it's a long series. Chad Reed blew a 50 I think he said Cherry blew a 50 point lead it wasn't that much maybe he said 15 points um in in 011 in 2011 um 27 points yeah I think that was the most it was um yeah anyways he, he he definitely took that road like hey I'm in this thing for the long long haul you know 3-3 today and you can't you know he took the old you can lose it on the first you can't win it but you can lose it on the first race and um that's a different attitude from him, for sure. But uh, Ryan Villapoto. oh, my God. Oh,
1: man. That's he crazy. was so
2: good. He was so good. I mean, honestly, yeah. Like The other know.
1: problem is we've seen Hangtown be, like, really weird. You know, like somebody rolls Hangtown and then it just doesn't work out again for the yeah. rest of the year. But this is Ryan Villapoto. Like, what are the chances that it's a fluke that he's this good? Yeah. I think it's Ryan Villapoto.
2: Yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> No, it was good, I, man. I mean, but I will always go back to Hangtown in 2010 when
1: Reed on a Kawasaki and Alessi on a 350 won the Motos, and Dungey was, like, way back to struggling even getting yeah. to the top five. So it does happen, but it's Ryan Villopoto.
0: I, I don't think that we saw that yesterday, though, because if, if you take Villopoto out like we did last year, it was the same same story. Dungey way better yeah, than everyone. Right. Stu kind of, you know, I don't think Stu is mm-hmm. as healthy as he was last year. Uh, yeah, yeah dun- I just think we put Villa Poto into the equation this year. Uh,
2: I talked to Roger I DeCoster right. I talked to Roger Acosta after the race i didn't make it to to dunge um, oh really yeah, yeah, um, and uh, Roger you know said basically, hey, last year Ryan uh, got beat by James both motos, and this year he beat James both motos. so're we're, we're better than we were last year. You know, and, and there's okay. a there's a segment, there's a point to that. There's a bit of a truth to that, you know. Uh, you got another guy to worry about now, but if you're looking at where you were last year, then uh, you're a little better. I, I don't know. I mean, whatever helps you sleep at night.
1: I saw a DeCosta this morning, actually, at the airport. And it's pretty funny because uh, I was with Bagus' parents, and they were saying, uh, kind of like, which one of you said the track wasn't as red as before? Me. One of you said that. Me. Yeah, Baggett's is like, it just didn't seem as rugged right as it has been in the past. And it seemed like it would have made it harder to pass. DeCoster just said, it was not hard to pass for Lepoto. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was interesting because, I mean, Dungy took, what, 10, 11 shots at Stewart to get by him? Couldn't make it happen? Yeah. And then the first time Lepoto tried to pass Stewart, he just passed. Right, right. you got to love that about
0: DeCoster because he obviously loves Dungy. But he's still not scared to call like it is. No,
2: no, yeah, he's a good interview. I know it was
1: awesome. Yeah, that was awesome.
2: Yeah, he's a good interview. It's funny, Mitch Payton and Roger Acosta, the two, you know, two giants of our industry, two guys with maybe the two biggest teams, and and this and that, and they're always got the spotlight on them. They're both not scared, and other teams that are managing some podunk, you know, tenth place dude, uh, uh, paranoid and freakish about everything you know and maybe that's because they're not as secure as Roger DeCoster and Mitch Payton but it always struck me as funny that you know some of these team managers are scared and paranoid and don't want anything out and freak out and and uh and then there's DeCoster and Payton just going yeah you
0: know? would you like to name names on who you think is paranoid and freak out
2: no okay one of them isn't around anymore
0: i have a feeling i know who another one is
2: um so Okay, we're not making judgments on the first round. But is, if we have to make judgments, JT, is this what we're going to see? Is this, a, is this a domination by Ryan Villapoto? I mean, can they recover? I guess that's the better question. Can Stuart and Dungy recover from this, uh, or is this a, a sign? I think Dungy's
0: going to be in the fight. Um... I don't think that that's one of Dungey's best tracks, or anywhere approaching one of his best tracks.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, um, yeah, obviously, if you're Ryan Dungey, you're not thrilled about how it went. I mean, I'm sure he didn't he didn't like being beat by 27 seconds, but at the same time, kind of, uh, you know, look at big picture. Got you went two two, not a big deal. Just gonna have to. I think he realizes if if Villapoto stays healthy, that the days. The tracks that he's good at, in the days he does feel on, he has to win. Like he mm-hmm. can't, yeah, he can't give it up on his good days too. He can't lose on his good days, right?
2: What do you so. think? What do you think, Weege?
1: Yeah, like I said, there's a very good chance. I mean, I, it just seems hard to believe that Ryan Dungy, although I know he supposedly wins titles when guys aren't there, but anytime they are there, he's always in the hunt. It just seems hard to believe that he's just going to get rolled this bad and just not be in the hunt um, all year. And for that matter, like we said, it's weird to see that happen at James Stewart, like. James Stewart crashing not finishing a series. There's plenty of um thorns on that road. But him just not having the speed, it just seems bizarre to think that that's gonna be the case all year. But
2: right.
1: I don't know, man. It's Ryan Villapoto. What are the ch- like, is Ryan Villapoto riding well ever a fluke at this point?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Um, yeah. I, I would be pretty scared. Is that, is, I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> lean more toward the as hard to believe as it might be. I'm gonna lean more towards the this could be a long season for everybody else.
2: Right, right. Um yeah, are you ever like, ah, Villapoto was just on that day? No. Like you're never like that. Yeah. 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 Um interesting is Stuart went back to a Spring Fork and R V actually added huh. an air an, another air chamber. Interesting. Yeah, huh. yeah. So um they're a separate they they Villapoto went one more step forward, uh and James went back to Spring Fork, so See what happens there. I asked James about it in the in the post race uh, Pro Circuit cast and uh, he said they just got work to do, but they do have access to that same fork that Villapoto has. Um, Trey Canard, Justin Barsha. I was I was Barsha qualified fastest. Trey was second fastest, but I was pleasantly surprised by Trey Canard. I uh, better than I thought. Like handled everyone, and almost better than James Stewart. And let's not forget, which I was reminded by a member of his family earlier this week, uh, Trey Canard has done a grand total of a one and a half 450 Nationals. Now two, yeah. Now two and a half. Yeah. yeah. So uh, what do you think, JT? Uh, impressed with that? Fly racing, by the way.
0: Uh, yeah, I, I was thrilled, honestly. Um, Better
2: than you thought, though? Uh, I thought he would be 456. Okay.
0: So four is, you know, the the upside of that mm-hmm. range. So, uh, yeah, I mean, as a kind of, you know, as a sponsor, uh, I was happy with it. You know, obviously we want him to do better than that. That's the ultimate goal, as I'm sure it is for him. But when you don't know what to expect coming from him, he's had some horrible races lately and not already have been his fault. Um, but, yeah, it's a great start of the season. I'll take it.
2: Um. Sure. We were you surprised at him being that much better than Barsha? Barsha got shitty starts, so we didn't really see them go mano a mano.
1: Yeah, uh, I know Barsha was faster in the first practice, but um, that was probably the least uh, realistic to what the track is actually going to be like. You know, I would even venture to guess that those early laps on the smooth track in practice is almost more about these guys are so close on speed. Well, except for in the races, but I mean, practice time wise. You might just get a clear lap. That might be the difference. It's not like because Barsha had a fast lap at 8.45 a.m. that you knew that he's going to win the motos. It just doesn't mean that much. Yeah. Uh, I think it's the first round. It's going to bounce around. I wouldn't be shocked if suddenly Barsha is third at the next race just because he got fifth here.
2: Right. Um, but
1: it was I mean, awesome for Kennard. It was awesome. Yeah, cause I, yeah. I feel like with Kinnard, you you always feel like you're on that tightrope. Like, oh, man.
2: Right. Please right. have a
1: solid race. Please have a solid race. Don't crash. Don't have problems. It just happens a little too often sometimes. Porsche, again, he might be the wild child, but it doesn't happen very often. He doesn't crash out of races. They so don't worry about that as
2: much. Was six time there? I, I didn't see him. I didn't, I didn't see him either. Yeah.
0: Oh. I was at and they were parked the across from us, and I never saw him. I was, so I, don't think
2: the, he was. I was looking for the boy strength, man strength comment at some point, if I did see him. Yeah, he
1: will be there when the man strength kicks in. He will not show up until there's man strength. <laughs> I late. think he was gathering it. He he
0: just you yeah. know didn't have enough to bring it yet. So yeah, he's
2: out in the hills in Michigan getting yes. it.
0: Um, Barsha's starts were not,
2: not, good, not good, which I
0: did not expect. Right.
2: I talked to Schneike, his mechanic, and I said, uh, "So, I mean, I, good day for you guys considering the starts." And he goes, "Man, I thought Justin was going to freak out." I said, uh, "What? What's the problem? What do we got to do, bud? What do you want to do?" And, and Barsha was like, "Nothing, man. We need—we just need better starts." You know, like uh, you? like Barsha was in a good mood, and okay, you know what I mean. Just didn't didn't come together with the starts. So, uh, but Kennard was good. Yeah, I was impressed with Kennard. He was better than I thought. He was a better fourth than I thought. If you know what I mean, like. It was he had a
0: very legitimate shot at getting third both motos.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. How far down are we getting? Um What about Ryan Sipes? Somebody That's your sleeper. I can't remember. Someone was talking about Ryan Sipes as a sleeper. Weege, do you remember? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Okay. And
1: even Nicoletti and he rode well too, so you can have that. You can have your Sikh Nicoletti. Congratulations.
2: Someone sprayed pump all over Sipes and Nicoletti. Uh, and, 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 and and I mean, Sipes was good, right? Yeah,
1: he yeah. he was. Sipes overall. was really good. Yeah. Like, Although my guy, Pike oh, got screwed by a lapper. Here, here, we have a special guest star here hanging out in the airport. Just throw that in. That just
2: sucks. <laughs> uh, welcome to the show, Coy Gibbs. <laughs>
1: A contribution
2: and podcast. right, right, right <laughs> um cannot wait to hang out with him all day after muddy creek um sipes was good though surprising j t surprised surprised at this I mean I didn't think this good either though to be honest
0: well, sixth overall yes i'm not i I'm surprised the worry he was kind of in the motos, like he was in that seven eight nine ten kind of he that's where he was kind of hovering most of the motos Mm-hmm. That wasn't that surprising for me. I know he's fast. Uh, the consistency and the the net result of sixth is surprising.
2: Yeah. Him and Pike, man, uh, I tweeted it for Racer X. Uh, that's what motocross is all about. Last lap, they were going to kill each other for sixth. It was awesome. Yeah, was yeah my awesome. guy. Got, my guy got screwed. Who's your guy, Pike?
0: Yeah. No. Lapper.
2: Um, Lapper.
0: Lappers are uh, they're ruining the sport.
2: They are. They are.
0: Yeah.
1: Um JT you My brother and I hang down in the late in the second 450 motor at hang down. They do. They every time. Every
0: if time. it's not if it's not one or another. Good thing those guys retire.
2: Yeah. Terrible. Uh JT we are out some money. The 800 did not come through for us. I'm going to work some kind of double or nothing. He's not doing it. He's not doing it. He wants no, to catch no, no, up. No. I, I have 6 days to,
0: <laughs> to negotiate.
2: I'm just going to pay. I'm just going to pay. Uh uh, he didn't get the starts, Gant? and for Michael Essie, that's, that's it. When he does not get the start, you know, he's not charging from the back.
1: Yeah, that's certainly a huge, huge factor. I even heard, uh, I think I was talking to Davey about that coming into the race, where he's like, you know, that's the thing that always hurt Michael Essie. he never learned the path, which is true to a degree. But here's the other thing that hurt Michael Essie. As a professional, has Michael Essie ever been as fast as Ryan Villapoto?
2: Uh, I heard something about amateurs, but I, as a professional, no. He won. Right, he beat mean, him
1: straight up in
0: 0-6 at Hangtown. Unless well, he went one two one or one one, and he beat Villapoto straight up. Gotcha. But other than okay, that, other, I, other than that, I don't have anything for you. Yeah.
1: First, the first moto of Villapoto's first full season, he did beat him, and then every yeah. moto subsequently. So that's from I got. So, that's all I got. Yeah, exactly. There's been more problems for like I think. People want to think of Alessi it's like you're a magic wand away. Like if you if he wasn't with Tony or if he learned how to pass, then you would finally see. All, like, just not a fast sometimes. Like I don't think at any point, like the Michael Alessi who could get a hole shot and mess with Dungey, Stewart, Villapota for a few laps, he wasn't there. to hang not surprisingly
2: surprisingly right.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Like right. I don't think. I, I would have taken – I'm glad I never talked to Knowles. I would have taken that he would have finished in the top five bet all day long. I would right. have taken that. Right. And I would have lost $50. I was Knowles. shocked that he was that far. Knowles comes Not up accurate. to
2: me. Knowles comes up to me in the second practice screaming at me. He was going all out. He was going all out. And the best he could do was sixth. Everyone else was cruising. And he was going all out. He was treating <laughs> it like a moto. And he was only sixth. Like he was – Knowles taking this very, very seriously.
0: That's Uh, that's what I'm going to use. I'm going to use that ammo against him to get him to fall into a double or nothing.
2: Hey, uh, I texted Davey to come on the Pulp Show uh, to explain himself, perhaps. Yes, No, Davey Coombs. Okay. He said, uh, my voice is is shot. The internet fired me. I'm going back to working for the racing paper.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I saw him at the the airport this morning. His voice is shot. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I don't, know, from our, I don't know, yelling at the computer. I'm confused.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's that time again. Thanks for listening to the RacerX Podcast Show. Brought to you by btosports.com. Presented by Thor MX. I appreciate it. Don't forget to click on the Amazon banner on pulpmx.com to help out pulpmx.com. We appreciate it. Listen to these commercials. Buy from these sponsors. Thank you for listening.
1: The Racer X podcast show is brought to you by BTOSports.com. Whether you are looking for new gear, helmets, boots, or you need to rebuild your bike from the ground up, BTO is your source for all of your motocross needs. As a proud sponsor of the BTO Sports KTM race team and the heart of the BTO Sports amateur motocross team, it is obvious that we are about more than being just a store. We support the sport that
2: supports us. us. We at BTO Sports want to give back to you, the listener, for supporting us and the Racer X podcast show. Use coupon code. Pulp MX when placing your order at btosports.com for a VIP listener discount. Certain brand
1: restrictions will apply. 2013, JT Racing enters its next generation with the all-new Evolve Light, ProTech, Enduro, and Limited Edition collections, taking quality and innovation to a whole new level. Also available in youth sizes, each collection is built with high-grade materials offering its own unique characteristics to meet the demands of today's riders, both recreationally and competitively. To find a dealer or view the entire collection online, log
2: on to JTRacingUSA.com championship proven many motocross apparel brands make that claim
1: but only thor can back it up as america's first motocross apparel brand thor has set the standard for delivering the highest quality performance race wear on the market for the past 45 years with champions like ryan villopoto blake baggett and dean wilson to name a few our products truly are championship proven to see all the new 2013 products, visit ThorMX.com or head to your local Thor Parts Unlimited dealer. Thor, the official racewear of Supercross.
2: Uh, anyways, back to, the, back to the race results. Uh, Andrew Short, J, uh, JT, what would you think? Uh, I said it was classic Andrew Short where everybody kind of doesn't talk about him. and, and he doesn't, He's never that good at hang down anyways. And then at the end of 30 plus 2, there he is, 6th place. He went 6'10 on the day for 7th overall.
0: Yeah, um, it's kind of what I expected. The second moto wasn't what he was really looking for, I think. First moto was okay. Second moto, um, you know, I think he'd like to have that one back. But uh, not a bad way to start the season. I mean, seventh overall. um, Kind of arguing with my team owner a little bit about this morning. I I don't think he would have. I think sixth was kind of his ceiling for yesterday, sixth overall.
2: Yeah, yeah.
0: And was meeting some resistance in that theory <laughs> uh but that was my honest opinion P-E-D's. you know if i see right. if i see differently I'll, I'll say differently but that's what i felt yeah, so, yeah. um not a bad day for sure
2: um we, who was faster who was more impressive and got the worst results well we know who got the worst results but who was m- more impressive with the shittier results dean wilson or, or malcolm stewart
1: uh, I think Wilson, and uh, sorry, I think in the first motor I think Malcolm was better. Like, I think he would have won that battle. I know that uh, Wilson stalled first. Yeah. But it seemed to me watching that battle that Malcolm seemed like the fastest of the group. Maybe not by much, but just, you know, you get held up in a corner here and there and you just can't quite get around the guys. But he looked like quickest, which I think we all thought that there was potential that he could really do well in the 450. Mm-hmm. But I didn't see it as being that good. Like I didn't think, I know Wilson's been off for a while. Short Short's a pretty solid guy. I, I wouldn't have thought, oh, Malcolm will be right there battling for six with Wilson and Short. No way I thought that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That was good. Um, but I'm a little disappointed because, okay, so heartbreak in the first moto, like literally last lap or second last lap, he goes out uh, with a bike problem while, while in sixth, right? Was he sixth? I think so. Yeah, he was sixth. Um, and then I'm a little disappointed in the second moto. Like, what happened? He just kind of rode around in 15th. I know he crashed he, on the start. Okay, crashing the yep. start. Yeah, he
0: was last. He was last on the first lap.
2: Oh, he was. Okay. Yeah. All right. well, yeah. then, then, then that's good. I have not studied lap times or lap charts or watched the race or anything. Um, so what do you think? Every of w- one of those
1: guys okay. didn't have justice in the second moto. Like none of them had a chance to redeem themselves. Wilson, he got taken down on like that pileup with like Weimer, Rattray. Grant got taken down in that group. Like every one of them that had a flash of brilliance in the first moto, yeah. did not have a chance to re- re- avenge it in the moto too, Just like Malcolm did.
2: Yeah, kind of, yeah, got screwed yeah. Weimer 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 had a rough. He said he got run over like nine times. He said he <laughs> he said he just kept sitting there, and everyone was just keep running him over. So, um, Nicoletti 11-11. Very solid too, coming from the back, right? I mean, charging. Uh, oh, yeah. Brock Tickle went yeah. down in the first moto. I, Brock let me down a little bit, even with the crash. 14-12. Uh, JT, Chad Reed, sick all week. That's about what you thought you'd see? Uh, man, I, I didn't even think he was going to race. Oh, really? Yeah, it's
0: kind of one yeah. of those deals where it's not my place to go telling people he's sick, you know? Like, he can handle his own media. But, yeah, it wasn't good. Like, all week he was just in bed. Not He didn't ride at all. Um, mm-hmm. Basically getting fluids all week and, yeah, probably... Could have gone to the hospital, maybe you know, just not good. So first moto, I was actually shocked that he got tenth. Like I couldn't believe
2: it. Oh okay. Yeah.
0: And then in the in his truck, before the second moto, he's like doubled over, you know. Like I'm like, man, should I get some help here or something? You know, like it's not good. Like trying to puke and shivering and just just right. bad. Right. You know, I felt I felt for him because he's running his own deal, you know, like, he, it's his name on the line, and he wants to be out there, and he's got, I'm sure he's got tons of pressure on him.
2: Well, someone called him a pussy on Twitter, too.
0: Well, yeah, it's just stuff like that, like, I mean, really? Like, (laughs) if he was, if he was a pussy, he would have just stayed home, you know, like, sorry guys, I'm sick, staying home with my family, Yeah. and like, he flew across the country, tried to ride, you know, he obviously gave it everything he had, whatever, people are just stupid, like, (laughs) People were so ruthless on the internet. It's
2: unbelievable. Um, Rattray, Weege, what would you think? 9-9. Nine, nine. Mitch was uh, bummed. Mitch, Mitch, in his typical, like we said, Mitch Payton way, he told me he's got to be better. He's got to be faster. I expected more.
1: It's the same thing with Supercross where I was saying you almost have to reset your standards of what the numbers are. Like, I think – when you watch that 450 class in staging, waiting to go out for practice, it is ridiculous. It is ridiculous how many good guys are in there. It just keeps going. Let's put it this way. When Reed, one of the biggest names in the history of the sport, is like, oh, yeah, that's right, Chad Reed's here too. When it gets to that level, <laughs> it is ridiculous. And honestly, at any point where you're like, oh, I want to go check out Reed in practice, were you ever like that?
2: Yeah, no, He's I was. Right. Well, yeah, yeah.
1: There are huge names that are just – Guys in the pack because the pack is that deep. There are so many people to try to watch. So many people to try to keep track of. So
2: Brian Huffman. I, mean, I think Rattray, I mean,
1: Unless he kept track of him. Um, <laughs> 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 point being, like nine nine for Rattray in that field. I don't know. Like, what are they? Okay, same thing. If you're saying that the argument is that the short, the ceiling for short is better than six. Like, he, he should go out and beat Arshin Kinnar. Really. Yeah. And same thing with Rattray. What is Mitch expecting? Fifth? He expects and he's got to beat be Pike? Really? Yeah. What? To could, be fair, that's
0: what
2: he expects. <laughs> I could not believe it, but I tweeted both of you yesterday. Mitch dropped it again. Weston Pike beat him. <laughs> it's like, but, guys. Yeah, yeah, that's
0: what I'm saying to Weej, right, I think right. that's what he expects.
2: Guys, this just in. Gerke, Pike, they're good. They're good. Stop using them as the standard. <laughs> <laughs> <These> poor guys.
0: <laughs> I just feel like I feel like Mitch is like, okay, my guy's a world champion, and then I have another national champion, and we have incredibly good bikes. Right. And nope, we just don't have
2: anything for him. <laughs> this just this can't la- beat him. We cannot beat this Lawrence. Can't Taylor. Beat we can't beat Lawrence Taylor riding a dirt bike. We just can't do it. Nope. <laughs> can't do it. I know, it. but what position was he battling I'm fourth? Uh seventh.
1: 7th,
2: and what position is battling Reed
1: for
0: in Las Vegas? <laughs> Six. Six. That's my point. Oh, I know. I agree. It's, it's a, <laughs> the, the argument is losing credibility every weekend. Yeah. But it's still but, the shock factor of it.
2: No, it's, it's people that are so wrapped up into the sport, they're not poking their head up around. And yep. because they're team managers, they're maybe, maybe it's totally excusable. <clears throat> they're just not poking their head up and actually watching the races because they watch their guys. You know what I mean. Um, yeah. Um. But this just in, Pike and Gurky are riding well. You know, Gurky's hurt, but you know what I mean. In supercross earlier, so um, we yeah. got a we got fifteen one. We haven't even touched two fifty class. We probably has to go catch the next flight. Yeah, I'm gonna have
1: to go. I probably got like ten minutes there. Uh,
2: how's <laughs> how's the JGR lunch gonna go tomorrow with Travis Preston being the top placing rider?
1: Well, when they walked by, when I was just doing this show, I said uh, we haven't. We we kinda go through in order like first, second, third, that's yeah. how we discuss this. Yeah. So it might be a while before we get to <laughs> might be a while before we get to <laughs> J Bone said that's not a good joke.
2: Uh, <laughs> J Bone told me uh, he, Preston saved the day. Preston saved the day, didn't he? JT Preston better or worse than what you thought?
1: I said fifteen to
0: nineteen, okay, so I pretty I, much nailed it.
2: I said twelve to fifteen. Did I not?
0: Yeah. I said fifteen to nineteen. Um, which you went fifteen, eighteen. So J- I feel like, Jay
2: Bone, feel like I was on. J-Bone told me he read Grant and Brayton the Ride Act in between motos because Grant was fading badly and Brayton rode wrote in like he was, you know, just going for a casual ride to change the front tire.
0: Well, I do feel like if Travis Preston going 15-18 the day, <laughs> things are not going well. Things are not going Grant, well. Grant's not ready.
2: Grant's not ready. I know he got taken out in the fence or something by Dean Wilson, but he was going backwards. He, he, that was a rough day for JGR, why, Grant?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. I saw, um, I saw Grant this morning, too. I don't know what. i got to start flying later, I think. I saw way more people on, like, the 10 a.m. flight at the airport than I do at, like, 6 a.m. Um, that's where I get all my scoops now. I'm going to take 10 a.m. flights to get all the scoops. And Grant said, he's like, oh, yeah, I was tight. And I don't think that's why wise
2: That was tight. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's the new word, I, right? That's the new... I'm tight. I wrote tight. No, you got did, tired. It's another T word.
0: Didn't, didn't Dean Wilson boot him
1: into the
2: yeah. banners? Yeah, apparently.
1: Well, okay. th- he did. Yeah, he said it was good. He said he went into the fence, and the bike stopped in the fence, and he flipped over it. And then he said fans, a fan, literally some big dude, picked him up and threw him over the fence to get him back onto the track. Nice. I, I believe that belongs to Mr. Gilmore. <laughs> is it that guy? Yeah, that
2: guy. Jack, jackass. Uh, no, wait, no, a different guy. <laughs> different, different guy, different yeah. Different guy, yeah. Um, Frederick Noren, probably the first name that you scroll down and you go, well, Preston might be w- the first guy that says you say WTF because you're like, what year is this? But uh, uh, I thought Preston did well, but the first guy may be Frederick Norrin, sixteen, seventeen.
0: Yeah, and he had 15th, the second moto, locked up. And he just completely died the last lap and a half.
2: Oh, did he? Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, I mean, when I say completely died, he was rolling the track, not jumping <laughs> tabletop. Right. I mean, rolling the track, and luckily, he there was only two guys left on the lead lap. On
2: the lead, lap. yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, so he still got seventeenth. Uh,
2: Michael Byrne, what did you think, JT? He started up front, second moto.
0: Much better than I expected.
2: I think so too. Even with a nineteen sixteen, still better. And the only than person I that
0: hasn't agreed with me was him. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. I don't think he was—he was upset, but he was kind of like, "Really? You thought you didn't think I would do that?" I'm like, "Well, <laughs> I mean, it's, I'm not taking a shot at you. Right. You are historically a top ten guy, but dude, you had not been riding. Like, you haven't yeah. raced in nine months. Yeah, uh, yeah, it was better than I thought. You ran top ten for like ten or fifteen minutes. The moto.
2: Right. You know who was depressed after the race was Nick Way. Uh, Weege. Did you devote any love to Nick Way on the TV show?
1: Uh, and this, I would have loved to, but in this field, that's kind of tough. It you know, was, it'll happen at some point in the 12 rounds, but there's look, too much to keep up with. We at, did get a lot of Burner in, though. We did get a lot of Burner oh, in. Oh,
2: shocker. Shocking. Uh, in fact, I want to say in the second moment when Burner had
1: that good start, like he was, I think, fifth, and he's just kind of out of,
2: yeah. you
1: know, you're watching those top four guys, Kennard, and then you're just seeing someone poking in back there. Yeah. And it was, I think, more concerned <laughs> about what was going on there If and. If,
2: People who, this,
1: two two. people who are listening to
2: this People who are listening to this, seriously, pay attention to M. and Byrne, because he is he, that is his Brayton, that is his Ferry, that is his Chad Reed. There's no doubt. Um, yeah, it's cool. It,
1: it's, it, it's a problem, I think. I think what's cool about all of us having those guys is that as long as you're not picking it gets dicey when you're picking the guy who wins every week. You know yeah. It's like all these guys, hey, they all deserve their love in some way. Right, right. Like they're not they're not getting the bazillions. They're just winning every title. So, I think that's why the, the burner thing's cool. If it's if, if Emig was being totally biased, just all he, all he does is talk about Villapoto and he never talks about Dungy. It's one thing yeah. show him burn a little extra love. No one's gonna have a problem with that.
2: Right, right, exactly. Yeah. Forest Butler will not either. Um, yeah. One thing on the MX Sports sheets that I refuse to believe in: Nick Way, twenty second overall, sponsors none listed. I refuse yeah. to believe that Nick Way did not get his sponsors in there. <laughs> that is not possible for Nick Way. So, yeah. this is a, this is an upset of major proportions that he that, that guy uh doesn't have his sponsors listed. Um Okay. All right, 250s. You got time for that Weege?
0: Let's do what we got. Get him get him in and then we yeah. can finish Mathis. Yeah, All good.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um I was uh well, Roxon won a fantastic first motor ride by Ken Roxon. He surprised the shit out of me. Um, I'm not surprised he won, but I'm surprised he won that dominant. And, 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 you know, late in the year last year, we saw him get caught. Um, and, you know, Mitch told me after the race he's waiting for it to get really hot. But, uh, Roxon was good.
1: It shows the same story in both classes. It kind of uh, was, yeah. Villapoto yeah. yeah. and Roxon, if they, we heard they went 1 1, you wouldn't have been surprised. But it's the way they did it. I mean, Roxon, just like Lopoto, he passed all those dudes. There was a point in the mot- first moto where you thought, oh, this is Tomac, or this is Mooskans. Mm-hmm. Getting- but Roxon just said, no, it isn't. Um, and telling is that I don't think Tomac likes Roxon very much. And after Vegas, he would do everything, but he would stop short and giving him any congratulations on the Supercross title or anything. Mm-hmm. But in the press conference yesterday, he had to. I think it was the first time I ever heard him say the words, well, what can I say, Kenny rode great. I think it's the first time I ever heard Tomac, what are you going to say?
2: Right. I was on it. Oh, I didn't know that he had beef with Roxon at all. Um, because I, um, after the race, I said, hey, Eli, you rode great. There's no doubt you rode a good race, but you just got to give it to Ken Roxon. <laughs> um, and he did. And he did. But I didn't know that, you know, maybe that pained him to do that. So. I think uh, one of
1: the things that I mentioned to all these Seahawks on the airport today—you notice the difference between the first round of a series and the last, as far as how, how well everyone gets along—isn't it funny?
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Everybody's happy right now.
2: <laughs> um, what did you think of Baggett, Weige?
1: I actually think it was um, better than I expected. There were two Baggett stories: there was what he was saying and what he was doing. Right. I mean. If you guys were there on Thursday to watch press day, he was faster than anyone out there. He was faster than Villapoto, no doubt in my mind. He was killing it and then telling everyone that his wrist was junk. And we're like, that's just a lie. That's mind games. That's part of this weirdo thing he's been doing the last couple of months, the interviews, as you've seen. Um, but I think it was actually reality. It's like you saw hints of the Blake Baggett, you know, but he couldn't quite do it. Didn't it seem like in both motos he was on the verge of doing another one of those Late race charging, but then couldn't quite make it happen. Isn't that what it looked like?
2: Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was coming, uh, and he still did a good job. He still rode well. But maybe, yeah. yeah, maybe it's not quite there yet for him.
1: I think it is. I think it's not a healed. Like, I don't think he was saying my games. I think he really isn't healed. <laughs>
2: um, yeah. Yeah. Maybe yeah. so. What'd you think? And th-
1: considering th- that, getting second is awesome. I think.
2: JT, JT you mentioned before the race that uh, Tomac starts. Scared you and it cost him in the second moto?
0: Yeah, it did. Um I Baggett I thought was really good. Uh Roxon was obviously the man of the day, but I didn't really know you know, I'd kinda gone off what people were saying about Baggett, but still had a little bit of a question mark about him. But having said that I think he's gonna be fine. Um he was he's gonna be in the mix all year, no problem. Uh Roxon had a little bit more than everybody yesterday, which is you know hard to shy away from but uh it's gonna be a gonna be a good series. You know, yeah. Tomak starts obviously killed in the second moto. I mean he wasn't even in the race, you know. Yeah,
2: kinda hard to keep going too when he's by himself like that, you know? Yeah, I mean he was third.
0: Don't get me wrong, that's better than I, I could ever oh, even yeah. think about doing, but he wasn't in the battle. Yeah. Like at all. So man the, the, you can't really talk about anything other than Roxon though. Like that was that was impressive. Mm-hmm. I just felt like he wasn't even trying out there. Yeah, he looked good, man. That was, that was the most impressive thing. I was sitting there watching, uh, watching with Chad, actually, and we were both just like, man, he looks like he's cruising. Like, yeah. That's a little bit scary.
2: The, uh, the both classes, guys, 1-1, one, one, um, well, the 250s went 2-3, 3-2. About 4, four one, one, the four fifty class was one, one, two, two, three, three four, four four five five like and I tweeted this last night the the um I'm not surprised at the front runners they're all the guys we talked about being the front runners, but all of them seemed better than everybody else, wouldn't you agree Weej? like muscan four four was four four like he was better than everybody else but and same with Barsha like Barsha was five five but he was much better than the sixth place guy. The gap yeah, is there.
1: Because uh they even had some adversity, like Barsha had the bad starts and he just rode up to the position. Yeah. And then of course that second moto you had Osborne and Mustan go down and Mustang had to go they were I think maybe ninth and tenth or tenth and eleventh and then they both came through to get fourth and anyway. And we always know in the two fifty class. That's always so deep, like that's never easy to do. Yeah. They just did it and it wasn't even it wasn't even down on the wire. Like they had those positions pretty early, didn't they? Right.
2: Yeah, uh, well, in the second moto, Musquin and Osborne ripped through the pack together. After Osborne saying, "That's what I mean," but it yeah. wasn't
1: like they took the entire thirty-five minutes to get. No, no, no. Yeah, they did yeah. it pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they they established themselves. But I, I was pumped for Osborne. Um, I was on the preseason thing. I thought he might be the guy right after Moosecan and he was. The first moto wasn't great, but I, I heard your podcast. Uh, he was tight, literally tight though.
2: Yeah, he's. I'm uh, tired. I I might agree with Zach on this uh, that he was tight because his 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 endurance in the second moto was great. Uh, he one of his fastest laps was at the end of the moto. Um, yep. So maybe he really was nervous. He said he was nervous, and he's no, not. I believe you, it. Yeah. I believe in his case. Yeah. For sure. Um, yeah. I was. I'm a fan of Zach. We all know this. Hashtag Zachy Poo. I I good good for him. He rode well. He rode great. Marvin was better than I thought. JT. You were on the Marvin bandwagon, I think, or maybe it was Weech. One of you two was on the Marvin bandwagon.
0: That would not have been me. It's was Ping.
2: Was that? Ping. Oh, that was Ping.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah, Ping. I'm. I'm not. Yeah, me and France aren't aren't
2: jiving. Um. <laughs> yes, of course. This moment. <laughs> right, right. We can only hope that a night at Le Black will will solve this. Um, Ping was on the Marvin bandwagon, and he was better than I thought. So. How was he was better there. than
1: you thought when he led the first moto and they got rolled by those three guys?
2: I didn't even think he'd be up there.
1: You know you didn't what I mean? Think he like, would be four four.
2: Um, just a strong four four. I mean, he got up after taking Osborne out again. That's Osborne's words. I didn't see it.
0: He did. I watched. Okay, that thing.
2: yeah, and uh, and he got right back up there, man. He showed heart. He showed speed. You know, a clear four four. Like,
0: I Zach was catching him in the second moto.
2: A little at, bit at the end. A little bit, yeah, yeah. Hey, um, I always bag on Star Racing. It's no secret. Good job to those guys in that first moto. Three out of the top eight. They had yeah. uh, Cooper Webb and Cunningham and Martin, uh, Joseph, Jeremy Martin, I mean. Um, Hashtag sarcasm? What, what do you mean? For me? No. <laughs> no, really, for real, JT, that's great. Okay. No, uh, Cooper Webb was very good, uh, fifth place. I, you know, obviously he did, you know, sort of blow himself up with that ride, judging by the second moto where he got kind of faded back to 10th or whatever before his last lap stall. No, I'm being serious. Good job okay. for those guys. Okay. Oh, come no, on. I,
0: I would agree with you. I just I, I have a hard time believing you that you're going to say something good about Star.
2: See, that's where you're No, no, like- no
1: I have to defend. Let me defend Mathis here. The point that Mathis is always making is I'm just telling the truth. When you do bad, I say you do bad. When you do good, I say you do good. I can't help that you do bad. I have to say it. So when you do good, I say you do good. I mean, that's, that's the credo,
0: isn't it? We're only telling them what's true. I know. I just want, I want someone from Star to eventually physically assault Mathis. Oh, oh this I is get, gonna, okay, I'm this all gonna, for it. But... Yeah, it's going to deter um, that.
2: Kyle Cunningham, 8-7 for 6 overall. Bit of a break. with the, Oh, actually, talk about get a break. 9-5 for 5th for Osborne. Come on. <laughs> That's like never happened. Um, and Osborne wants everybody to know the three GP riders are in the top five. Um Cunningham was eight eight seven. 7 Cunningham was a surprise, JT. You agree?
0: Uh not really. No? I, I picked him for eight to ten.
2: Okay. Um Dave Gowan wanted more from Jason Anderson. He wasn't that pumped after the race on Jason Anderson. The second moto? Just overall. He said we need more. I thought he'd be better. Okay. Um mm. Jeremy Martin. What'd you think of Cooper Webb uh overall, Weige?
1: Uh, it was really good, I thought. But I was afraid the way the second moto went that it was going to fade. It was going to fade into an eh. Really afraid that he was fading into a eh, um, territory. What is? I don't know where the line,
2: the no. Mendoza okay. line,
1: into eh Valley the,
2: is. The line is Cooper Webb's fifth. And that first moto was better than I've seen out of Jeremy Martin and Zach Bell at all. Gotcha. Because gotcha. Cooper Webb went forward, and a fifth place is is great. You know, so.
1: Here's all I was happy about. I was happy that knowing the you have to give equal time, um, like political candidates, to AC and Webb, I cannot tell you the painstaking efforts we went into at this TV show down to what name we would say first if we mentioned them together to make sure that no one felt that we were showing bias toward one or the other. And uh, Cooper's parents came up and said, we did a good job, thanks for the, thanks for the publicity. So the fact that we walked... That like ring of fire with a tightrope and spikes and alligators. I cannot explain to people who don't understand this industry how you're either a web guy or a Censorilla guy, right? Yeah. Web got his due. Everyone seemed happy. Uh, we survived. Tough. Ah, very tough with these young kids.
2: Um, I, have a, I have a
0: hypothetical here. Uh, hmm? Seeing how well Cooper did. Does AC finish ahead of him or behind him? And I, I had this conversation with Chad, so I want to see what you guys think.
1: It's a great hypothetical. Next, really
0: week, next week? No, no. If, if Adam was out there oh. healthy well, yesterday.
2: Yeah, Adam finishes behind him in the first moto and ahead of him in the second moto. Probably okay. for a better overall score.
0: Yeah. I said the same thing. I said there's no way Adam would have beaten Cooper because no. I don't think he would have done better than fifth.
2: No, no.
0: And Chad said, I'm stupid.
2: Okay. Well. <laughs> All
0: right. Which I don't th- is not, not
2: – I don't I, think...
0: Yeah, it's typical. You know, that's what he typically yeah. says. I but. don't think
2: Adam Cincerello is anything for Uskan, Tomac, Baggett, or Rock. That's what I said. Yeah, right. Exactly. I mean, he, he,
0: what, he, if he would have got fifth then, he wasn't going to beat the other four, and then he said, I was stupid again.
2: Okay. So, um, Wharton had a rough day. Really rough. But then Dave Gowan told me in the, in the post-race interview that Wharton had no surgery. I don't know what went on with the no surgery, but he has not ridden. Since Vegas, so he's just going to get better.
1: So he's yeah. going from Prince to Michael Jackson now.
2: Got a honeymoon or something? I don't know, guys. I I felt like I was going to fall. I was going to follow up with like, what did he get done to his nose? And then, then I started thinking, Then I started thinking like, like maybe that's personal. Like, why why should I do that? You know what I mean? Like, I I don't know. Yeah.
0: Was he at uh, Passions in Malibu? I don't know. Whatever
2: that place is called. That was not good for uh, for Wharton at all. Started up front both motos. Durham was good in that first moto. Durham surprised the he, he, shit Oh, I know out what it is. What?
0: Wharton's been locked in the studio with a pen and a pad. Oh. Yep. That's
2: what it is. Yep. Um, Bogle did not pull off in the first moto due to fatigue. Yeah. Just got yeah. 19th. He's very upset. Just got 19th due to fatigue.
1: He's very upset with you, Weege. Well... That's the uh, that wasn't us. That was the misinformed pit reporter. And I even did introduce her to Justin, and she even wrote notes on him uh, in the morning. But then when she later said, "Okay, where's the mechanics area?" I realized most of those notes were probably not going to come into play. What? Please tell me she called him Justin Bogle.
2: Oh, did did Bogle did Bogle tweet or something about TV or something about TV? Know about this? Oh, oh, very upset. Oh, I didn't. I don't follow him. I guess so oh, yeah. I thought I did, but oh, okay. So he was saying I did not. I was not tired.
0: Uh, he said that uh, he got nineteenth because of arm pump, and then capital letters. Yeah, right. Oh. Something about the TV, and he crashed twice, etc. Okay.
2: And
0: then yeah, yeah something, the was, something about something. Oh, there was a rap reference in there too. I, I don't know what he was talking yeah, about. Yeah. Of
1: course, yeah, right. The, on the show, um, all of a sudden she buzzed in and said she has an update on Justin Bogle, and she said. Yeah, he's in the mechanics area, and I talked to his mechanic, and he said he's just too tired. Just to take a <laughs> break. He's just too tired. And I was like, "Wow, that is." And I said, "Wow, that's really strange because we talked to Justin before the race, and he said he's in much better shape now because he was kind of healed up halfway through Supercross and decided to focus on outdoors. And he said he's in really, really good shape now. It's kind of surprising, but I can't help it if the pit reporter apparently asked the wrong mechanic for the wrong rider, <laughs> wrong quote.
2: Uh, no, you can't. I and so she reported on that but then i saw chad reed pull off in the second moto and i'm like hey, hey chad reed just pulled off this is big news you need to report this cuz chad did it really kind of stealthy good job by reed for doing that by the way and uh hey. she she never reported it so i'm you know i'm like hey report this like that's a big name right there chad reed yeah but okay i'm not sure she
1: knows. um uh I'll take it with Bobo, I feel bad for him. Like He did get screwed in that situation because people are going to watch the show and really think that he just got tired and pulled off, which is never a good right. rep to have.
2: Well, I, I, maybe she was confused because I believe Zach Bell just pulled off for being tired who she ask moto. for, Rudy? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Zach, Zach Bell, I believe, I don't know what was wrong with him, but he pulled in the mechanics area, second moto, and just sat on his bike. Just sat there. That's probably what it was. And oh, it's this first moto. It's his first moto. Yeah, no, no, this was second moto. So I, she, maybe she's right. know, predicting the future now. But I think that oh, okay. I, I don't know what was wrong with Zach Bell, but nothing looked obvious, you know? And uh, I think he finally got a good start. And, you know. <laughs> he did get a good start. He got the whole shot in the second <laughs> he finally,
1: moto. Finally. Finally. <laughs>
2: if anybody's thinking the Zach Bell train is on the tracks now and moving forward, it is not. Um. No. Dominic somebody Izzy. get a hold of my check <laughs> Dominic somebody get a hold of Morocco uh, Dominic is he not good uh Jake Canada came from dead lat- or way back in both motos. he charged hard. Dylan Epstein eleventh in the first moto. Don't know much about Dylan Epstein, but good ride uh, yeah, Cole, second, Cole,
0: second national ever
2: Cole Seely uh, yeah he debuted at Elsinore. Cole Seely was way back both motos fourteen fourteen on the day. Um, Justin Hill was solid. Savachi, I thought, was good. There's some people yeah. that, like, just don't believe in Savachi out there in the pits. Like, they're just like, kid's a punk, he'll never do anything, he sucks. And I'm like, all right, well, he just keeps doing well.
0: is in really good shape. Because I, I was sitting yeah. with uh, Colleen Millsaps and Brian Johnson, who train him. And so, obviously, I was getting, you know, they're back and forth the whole time. What's he doing? Why, why is he taking that line? And, you a know, whole moto. Uh, but at the end, he was strong. You know, so yeah. obviously I was paying more attention to him than I would have. Right. He was in really good shape.
2: Maybe we'll finally have that breakthrough MTF athlete that we've been waiting on. Davos, bro. <sighs> um, Alex Martin, JT. You did he make your fantasy? Did he help you? I didn't pick him. Oh, okay. Martin was uh, battling with his brother, though. We'll always like to see that in a second moto. I thought that they weren't coming. Yeah, that was, I was told that was what I was told. Yes, I was told they were not coming also. The eleven ten would not be there. And I never did Is that see. a Rock River bike? I never saw the box van, so I don't know. We Rock to,
1: River I, to the rescue again. Yeah, I think it, I bet you it's Rock River, I think. I think they got I think they when they did go to Minneapolis, just not in time to race, hilariously. And I think they like stockpiled Rock River with like enough. If we can't get to Vegas and all this other stuff on the West, we'll just have enough to work with. I think that's what
2: they did. And I think that they're probably going to be at Hangtown, but like this week.
1: Yeah, right. There's like a There's
2: there's
0: like a quad, uh, uh, like a Rancho Cordova Toyota, you know, off road ride day, and they'll be out there.
2: They're a week behind the Nationals. They're going to catch up eventually on the off week. (laughs) 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 They just keep missing. We're we're off to Hangtown. Oh shit, missed it. Well, we're going to go to Denver. Oh, we just missed that one, too.
0: <laughs> but then on the off week, they'll be really early. They're going to be really on it.
2: Right. Yeah. Um, what stood out for you in 250's Weege for a surprise or or a disappointment or anything? Was there one person? Uh, um, is Durham okay? He might be, my surprise. Who? Durham. You think? Dar Darren Durham. Yeah,
1: pretty I'm pretty sure yeah, okay. Durham was. Yeah, he's okay. Um, I... I... Some people talked to him after. He was a huge crash, apparently. Yeah. But uh, yeah. he was all right. I think that was in the pleasant surprise category. That was it. Like, there were so many guys coming in that were having been hurt for a while. You mm-hmm. really know what to expect. I thought for him, that was awesome. Um, you know, get, I think, was it six in the first moto? Yeah, um, yeah. six. And he was fast in practice. And he was, I think, even second moto probably would have been okay until he had that crash. So he's off to the races. On the other end, I think um, there had been some spraying with pump for Izzy. And uh, he was up there in practice also did not materialize in the races, which I hate to say, that's kind of the old book on Izzy, right? That's my
2: Yeah. It
1: yeah. doesn't make it happen for the entire thirty plus two. So Very that's tired. A worry, I'd say, right there. Very, Very tired. tired. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Very tired. He was on my up. fantasy
0: team. And I may have yeah. cursed Nico Izzy's name multiple times.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Um, I thought he'd be a lot better.
2: Yeah, especially, especially being one of those guys that had outdoors, you know, on the mind coming in, outdoors on the brain. Yep. Yeah. We always see those guys do good. The, uh, um, yeah, that wasn't very good for Izzy. Also. He had knee
0: surgery in October. So I'm thinking, I've had knee surgery. I mean, James Stewart had knee surgery in February and came out and won the first national by 20 seconds. So I'm like, surely his knee won't be an issue at this point. Eight months later, you know. Right. Uh, Yeah. I I don't know. I don't. I haven't talked to Nico. I don't know what you know what the deal is, but I expect. I kind of surprised at that result.
2: Huh? Yeah, Gowan wasn't too pumped on him either. Uh, obvious for obvious reasons. Davalos. Mitch said he needs to see more out of the Davalos. He needs to see more out of him. And I just kept my chuckles to myself and moved on.
0: He had a big crash first moto. Yeah, hit
2: him, hit Yeah, he, big Mitch, one. Yeah. Mitch said it was pretty good. Maybe it shook him up for the rest of the day. I'm sure he'll be stronger from here. Uh, How much
0: does that pain you to say?
2: <laughs> whatever, man. <laughs> that guy's a good rider. He's a very talented rider. Yeah, I'm sure. But remember what I said about, like, unzipping your pants? Oh, no, Ouija. <laughs> whoa. What? Whoa. No, JT, you wow, weren't on that one. Wow. No, no. You talking about diddling? JT, you weren't on there. But uh, the 250 podcast, I, I said... When you want to – there's times and Modos where you have to unzip your pants, take your balls out, put them on the crossbar, and you've got to go balls out. Yep. You have to go balls out. And Martine cannot do that. I, I don't believe. Martine can do, cannot do that. That's not a strength of his. You know, it's a more of a finesse guy. And there's times when it's hot and it's rough and it's hard. And those are the balls out times. And, and Martine's just not one of those guys. Um. Alright, uh anything else? Um anything else from Hangtown? We man, I feel like we we breeze through this thing, but Derek Anderson is back, Les Smith didn't have a good day, Chris Blose didn't have a good day. Um Ryan Huffman. Good good to see Ryan Huffman out there. Uh, <laughs> ruining the sport. <laughs> Swan Now 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 the Alessis had no new technology, Wygant, correct? Uh incorrect now. Oh, <laughs> Mike says no. I'm so confused. I'm so
1: confused. <laughs> uh, Mike says no. Um, so then I see Tony um, seconds after Mike on Saturday. And I said, Oh, hey, talk to Mike. I guess it was just suspension testing. It didn't, doesn't actually like top secret technology, just the normal stuff, right? He's like, No, no. I'm like, well, What do you mean, no? That it actually is something? Oh, yeah, there's something. I'm like, Is there one thing or multiple things? Is there one actual thing? Oh, yeah, there's one thing. But there's a part. There's a secret part. Yep, there is. So
2: does <laughs> he does, does Tony like to mess around? So he just walk, and he walked away, Weege? That was it that's as far as you got?
1: That was all, hey, what more is there? It, it's top secret. He's not going to tell me. So we got all I can confirm is if they had it or not. And they did have it, whatever it was. So does Tony um, like yeah, to mess around? Dad, um, <clears throat> actually, Mike didn't really use the word mess around. Yes, I understand that. Um, Yes, but for print purposes, so okay. that's that's how adamant Mike was that there wasn't top secret technology. But at the same time, wouldn't it be believable that there's top secret technology on the bike that Mike doesn't know about, but Tony does? Is that not possible, also? Absolutely.
2: <laughs> I don't know, but, this but they might is, both be right. Let's. I am now going to find this t- technology this weekend in Denver. I spoke with Tony, but. I assumed there was no new technology, <laughs> so I just moved on. You know, I just spoke with him about yeah. the normal stuff. Who are you, Nancy I was
1: shocked.
0: <laughs> you're going you're to get to the bottom of it.
2: Yeah, Tony will tell me. He, Tony asks me my opinion all the time. Geraldo stuff, Mathis is going to get
0: to the bottom of it. Stupid
2: stuff. Don't um, worry. The, uh, by the way, the, he's ripped. Uh, me sending the photo to RV did reach the camp of James Stewart and James himself they very much you enjoy, like it? they very much enjoyed that yes but then yeah. like but then like we like we talked about or maybe it was me and williamson mike williamson talked about yeah i think it was williamson and i when i said hey they know about that me sending rv that texts of james being ripped and all that and how are you going to beat this you know those texts and then williamson is like yeah but ryan's the one guy that like that that like, that will never get in his head like if you thought that this was and I agree, like, there's just no way. So, you know, I don't know nah. if they thought that it was awesome that I was on Team Stewart and trying to psych Ryan Villaporto out, but I only did it because I know for a fact that 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 it's powerless against RV. Like, he loves it. Wait, 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 wait. I would say
0: nuclear arms are powerless against RV right now.
2: Right, like there's, you know, so I don't know. It's kind of funny, though. They did reach the fact that, like, yeah, hey, Mathis, I heard you were sending a photo of James, and I'm like, yeah, he's ripped. And they're all yeah he is, <laughs> so, anyways, awesome. Um, I yeah.
1: thought I thought you said it on the podcast,
2: didn't you? Yeah, that's where maybe that's where they heard it from. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think I did. Yeah, but someone heard I the podcast. Actually, and,
1: I saw Roj um, James's gear guy. People don't know on uh, Friday or Thursday or something like that. He knew nothing. He knew nothing about. I think he didn't know and Yellow or any of this. I didn't
2: think he knew that you were. I don't know how he missed all that. Oh why? Why what? What did he say? Oh, you told him. Uh, he made it. He made a joke about me
1: and Brayton. He made a joke about me and Brayton. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you know how it is, man. We all got our guys, you know. Mathis will do his Stewart thing, raining yellow, and all that. And yeah. I think he knew nothing about that. Oh. Yeah. Huh. I, well, I thought that that I thought that had been long known.
2: Yeah, Not me the too. Rip
1: thing. The rip thing, is relatively new, but yeah. Raining yellow goes back a year now.
2: No, I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. No. Um. After the race, Williamson asked me. He looked up at the sky and said, What's the for? Did it rain today? And I'm like, uh, I said, It sprinkled yellow early in the motos. <laughs> it sprinkled, you know, whole shot and sprinkled <laughs> yellow early. Did not rain, though. There was a green, green front that came in and pushed it off. And uh, hey, I uh, got
1: one more thing in the, uh, the Alessi department. Yeah. Um, Mike always does a good job of going to the announcers outdoors, myself included, and throwing in some like blatant ass kissing to, I guess, encourage you to say good things about him on the TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, so, a good move on Mike's part. We see him, and Jeff's like, Oh, you got to be excited about this whole shot money, you know, the 25 grand who who goes to most whole shots all year. And Mike was quickly like, Yeah, but I watched tapes of you, Jeff. If, you had, if they had had that money back in your day, that was a Great move! Oh yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> PR. So then Jeff imitates RV, rubbing his hands together. Very, very excited, very excited about that. Probably
1: stroke the ego a little bit there. Good move, Mikey.
2: So it's twenty five grand
1: for it, the most at the end I, of the year. Yeah,
2: right? yeah, that's no joke. Good job for is it? No, yeah,
0: motorcycle superstar.
2: Uh, good job. Twenty five grand. I didn't yeah. know it was that much. I knew it was, but yeah. So. So we have...
1: No, they're, they're ruining the sport and screwing the privateer because now if Pike grabs a whole shot, you won't get $1,000 for it. So think of it that way.
2: Well, actually, that is kind See? of true. Right. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how often it
1: happens, but it could. Yeah, the odd right?
2: privateer guy. Right, right. Uh, Zach Bell's yeah. going to be in the running for that. No doubt.
0: Yeah. Finally. 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 <laughs> Finally.
2: <laughs> going to get a start. <laughs> um... All right, guys, let's wrap this thing up. Anything else on the btosports.com RacerX podcast presented by our friends at Thor MX? Anything else?
1: I literally am boarding right now, so no.
0: (laughs) (laughs) JT? Uh, No. Exciting weekend. I was a little bit shocked at how spread out the leaders were in the 450 class. It's kind of a, not a letdown, but I don't know. I, I hope for more. There's just such gaps from everyone. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I wanted some more racing, and there wasn't much.
2: Um, yeah. Did you talk to Pike? Was he happy?
0: Yeah, yeah, he was happy. Okay. He was he was mad about the lapper because he felt like he, he right. kind of had sights, Like, he worked on him, worked on him, worked on him, finally got him. And he felt like the lapper kind of ruined it. But, obviously, right. overall, he's happy.
2: Do any of you two guys talk to Nicoletti after the race? Ever? No. After the races? No. J- Weej. After no, I talked to him on no, but I mean even after uh, the morning of the race, even yeah. supercrosses, even supercrosses. Do you ever talk to him after oh, no. a race? He does well. No. Okay, so I'm the only guy who has that on lockdown. That that and that tie loop team. <laughs> um, I'll give you the
1: Nicoletti beat. I'll give you that.
2: Uh, uh, he's never happy. You would think filthy is RV. Like, dude, you just went 11-11 in your first national. You charged from the back, you know. And he's like, Yeah, it's all right. He's all right. You know, and then I'm like, he's like, yeah, but dude, 11-11 for 11th? I got screwed. Like, he's, you know, he's not happy. He's never happy. Phil's never happy. But then again, I heard a story about how back in the day, uh, I heard a story on Friday night, back in the day when he was a little kid, his school had a breakout of lice, and his dad poured kerosene all over, got Phil to strip down and poured kerosene all over him to to make sure the lice was dead. True story, and Phil Phil, Phil <laughs> back that up. Zach Os- Everyone knows lice,
0: lice hate kerosene. Zach
2: Osborne may or may not have told me that on Friday night, and uh, and then yeah, so they They made sure the dad made sure that Phil was not carrier of the lice. Poured kerosene all over his head. So maybe you know
0: he also made him huff propane.
2: <laughs> That's where he's at. All right, Weed, you're boarding. Uh, thank you guys for doing the BTOsports.com Racer X podcast presented by Thor MX. Thor MX the gear of choice. Of Martin Davalos and Adam Cirillo, So, uh, yeah, I just did that. That's right. Sweet. Um, all right, guys. Thanks. We'll see you this weekend. Yep. guy. Bye.
1: Thanks for listening to this episode of The Steve Mathis Show. Search Pulp MX in the iTunes Store to find the more than 200-episode archive or get the Pulp MX app for your iPhone for the
2: complete Pulp MX fix.